Welcome to the Abundant Life Church Sermon of the Week. Get ready for your life to be changed by today's message from Pastor Jeremiah Hosmer. Praise the Lord. I want you to go first in your Bibles to Mark chapter 2. Mark chapter 2. Then we're going to go to a, a couple other places and then I'm going to pray after that. And we'll be seated after that. But uh, uh, I just really felt a prophetic edge, a prophetic anointing, a prophetic mantle uh, that has, has really just, I felt, rest on me as I was preparing this message. And uh, I know the Lord's going to speak through it and is already, already working in some lives right now. Mark chapter 2, verse 21. Now, no one sews a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old garment, or else the new piece pulls away from the old and, tear, and a tear, the tear is made worse. And no one puts new wine on old, in, in, into old wine skins, or else the new wine bursts and the wines burst the wine skins and wine is spilled, and the wine skins are ruined. But new wine must be put into new wine skins. I said new wine must be put into new wine skins. Now, as I stop right here before we go to the next place of scripture, one of the things that I, I, I saw ministry stumbling over. Over, is that when uh, when places had to had to go virtual in their ministry, and when they opened their doors back up for people to come back in, one of the things that caused a lot of ministries to stumble is they tried to do old stuff in a new voice. What are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying God had already ushered something new in the earth, but they were still trying to go back and do the old thing, and it's caused ministries to start stumbling. And right now they're flopping and believers are doing the same thing because they did not realize that God spoke from heaven and ushered in something new. Glory be to God. Now I want you to go to Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 and I'm going to read one passage of scripture there in verse 6 and, uh, and, and because the reason I'm laying this foundation is where we're about to go now. Uh, the Bible says but without faith. Everybody say without faith. Without faith. It is impossible to please him. It is impossible to please him without faith. For he who comes to God must believe he is. Now, he's not talking about that he must believe that he exists. That is not what the Bible is talking about. Because the demons believe that he exists, but yet they don't please him. He's not talking about that you must believe that God exists. He's talking about that you must believe that God is who he says he is. That he is the God of the Bible. So without faith it is impossible to please him for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is what? A rewarder. I want you to say this because I got to build some faith in this room because I'm still seeing people yawn. Right now I want you to say in Jesus name. Say in Jesus name. My God is a rewarder. Yeah. He is a rewarder. It don't matter what the devil says and it don't matter what the media says and it don't matter what your past says. Our God is a rewarder. He is a rewarder that you must believe that he is who he says he is and that he is a rewarder to those who diligently seek him. Who diligently 
diligently seek him. Not those who just play around with him. Not those who just, you know, I'm going to put my foot in every once in a while and get my toe wet. But those who diligently seek God. He says, I am a rewarder to you. Amen. Now let's go to Isaiah 43. We're ready for that verse of scripture. Isaiah 43. Praise God. Hallelujah. Isaiah 43 and verse 1. But now thus says the Lord who created you, O Jacob, and who formed you, O Israel. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When, not if, but when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. And when you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flames scorch you. Listen, this is where you ought to give God a praise right now. I I want you to praise until your neighbor says, would you please get quiet for a minute? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, there might be be a weapon formed against you, but it won't prosper against you. Oh, yes, amen. He said, for I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt for your ransom, Ethiopian sea before your place, since you were precious in my sight. You have been honored, and I have loved you. Therefore, I will give men for you and people for your life. Fear not, for I am with you. I will bring your descendants from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give them up, and to the south, do not keep them. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, I have formed him. Yes, I have made him. Bring out the blind people who have eyes and the deaf who have ears. Let all the nations be gathered together and let the people be assembled who among them can declare this and show us former things. Let them bring out their witnesses that they may be justified or let them hear and say it is the truth. You are my witnesses, says the Lord and my servant whom I have chosen that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he and before me there was no God form nor shall there be after me I even I am the Lord and besides me there is no savior I have declared and saved I have proclaimed and there it was no foreign God among you therefore you are my witnesses says the Lord that I am God Indeed, before the day was, I am he, and there is no one who can deliver out of my hand. Listen to this. I work, and who will reverse it? Who will reverse it? Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. For your sake I will send to Babylon and bring them all down as fugitives, the Chaldeans who rejoice in their ships. I am the Lord, your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. Thus says the Lord, who makes a way in the sea and a path through the mighty waters, who brings forth the chariot and horse, the army and the power. They shall lie down together. They shall not rise. They are extinguished. They are quenched like a wick. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. And now 
it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? And I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The beast of the field will honor me, the jackals and the ostriches, because I give waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my people and the ones I have chose. This people I have formed for myself, they shall declare my praise. a prophetic word today just to, I'm from the subject matter God's new God's new it ain't new to God it's new to you but it's God's new for you Father in the name of Jesus I'm asking right now that there would be an anointing that would hit this house Lord that will wake your people up to the to the opportunities that lie right on the outside of where they're at right now I pray in the name of Jesus for an anointing that will destroy every yoke of bondage and break every chain of hell I pray right now Father in the name of Jesus that you would begin to raise up sons and daughters who would not look at the anointing as an average thing who would not look at the anointing as a common thing but God's sons and daughters who would look at it and say Lord if you're on our side then there is nothing that is impossible I pray right now Father that you would move in this house by your spirit and I pray that you would convict those who need convicting I pray that you will heal those who need healing I pray that you will feel those who need feeling and I pray that every lost person will be convicted to their core right now and come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ I decree and declare a day in the kingdom of God that is heralding a clarion call going through the spirit waves right now saying rise up in the name of Jesus be filled with the Holy Ghost and walk in the call of the Lord on your life look upon my availability today and not my ability and let a prophetic power and anointing hit this house so strong that none of us will be the same when we leave this house today let it go through the airwaves let it travel over the seas let it go across lands into houses and God let the atmosphere be electrified with the power of the Holy Ghost I pray in the name of Jesus I ask now and God I thank you for this right now and I believe you for this right now now I loose this anointing over this house in the name of Jesus and everybody that agrees and receives it say amen give the Lord a praise for his word today come on you may be seated in the presence of God oh glory hallelujah well praise the Lord I said praise the Lord I said well praise the Lord hallelujah it's good to be here today. It's good to preach the Word of God, and I'm excited about uh, right now, well, no, not, I'm sorry, not right now, about six or seven hours ago, six or seven hours ago, our sermon from last week, our service from last week was broadcast and being broadcast over two million people in the nation of Kenya. Can we give God a praise for open doors right now? 
Oh, hallelujah. I'm glad about that. There ain't no telling how many people are getting right with God right now. There ain't no telling how many people are getting baptized in the Holy Ghost and, and getting filled with the Spirit right now. I give God praise for that. And that lines right up with what I feel like the Lord says. As I thought about today's message, I, I feel like the Lord wanted to, I, well, I realized the Lord wanted to do two things through today's message. First, I realized that he wanted that, that, well, when I was praying about it, I said, Lord, this is going to be the last Sunday of 2020 in our calendar. This is the last Sunday. Do you realize this is the last Sunday that you're going to give God praise in 2020? Don't let it be a bad one. This is the last Sunday that you're going to be in the house of God in the year of 2020. Don't let it be just a normal one. I want to know how many came to get something from God today. How many came to receive something from God today? You, do you realize this is the last Sunday of 2020? That you will be found in the Lord, in the house of God, ready to receive something prophetic from the Lord right now. Hallelujah. Mike, they're wrapping up on me. We need to warm it up, brother. They're not going to listen to me. Hallelujah. Do you realize that this is, this is the last Sunday of 2020? It, listen, if, you, if this was a year that you had to fight and claw through, I'm going to give you five seconds to give God a praise that will open the heavens right now. You made it. Hallelujah. This is your last Sunday to give God something to work with in 2020. Hallelujah. I realize this would be our last Sunday in this year. This was a year, probably one of the, one of the most challenging and craziest years as a pastor and probably in my life, but yet one of my most blessed ones. Amen. <laughs> it is, is, I'm telling you, the amount of challenge could not add up to the amount of blessing I received this year. I looked around and everywhere I looked, God was sending blessings into my life. Ain't that just like God? Sometimes you're challenged over here, but God says, if you'll be faithful over here, I'm going to keep on blessing you over here. Hallelujah. I give God praise for that. So I realized that this is, a, this is the last Sunday of a year that was challenging. It had some trials in it, but it also had some blessings in it. How many saw some big blessings this year? You ain't got to lie, but I know you did. Secondly, I realized that God wanted to use this message, message today to bring some of us to the place of revelation and resolve that would cause us to shut the door on 2020 and open the door to 2021. Yes, now, if I, it, it, you, I could say that anywhere in the world right now, and even the heathen would shout and give God some praise. Because it seems like a lot of people are ready to shut the door on 2020 and open the door to 2021. But can I tell you something today, and, I, and, I, and this is where I'm going, and I need you to lock this thought into your mind and into your heart right here. The challenge here is that both of these, shutting the door on this year and opening the door on this coming year, both of these are going to require faith. Let me tell you something. You ain't going to shout your way into 2021 and get what God's about to send. 
You can shout, but it's got to have some faith to it. You can't emotion, you can't bring yourself to a certain amount of emotions and receive what God's going to release in 2021. Why? God is bringing the church to a place of supernatural living, supernatural being, supernatural walking, and you can't get that unless you do it by faith. Oh, glory be to God. I want to say it like this. Uh, Faith brought you through 2020, but faith's going to break you through in 2021. Now I give God some praise for that because I'm telling you, in 2020, if you did not have any faith, you didn't make it. You didn't make it. Now, I know there's some people talking about, I'm making it, I'm this and I'm that. No, 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 you didn't, you, they're not making it. They need, they need a fresh baptism of fire. They need a fresh, I'm talking to you, Facebook land. I'm talking to you, YouTube land. You need a fresh baptism of fire. Oh, glory be to God. And there went five other viewers. No, I'm just kidding. Amen. <laughs> but as I prayed and thought about this message, I felt the Holy Spirit say this. Now listen to this. If you're not going to write anything else down, write this down today. One moment of true faith in God can change your whole life. Did you just hear it? Now, I, I, listen, I want to say that. I wanna, I'm going to massage this in because when the Holy Ghost told that to me, I got to be honest. I didn't believe it at first. You want to know why? Because there's so many religious so many religious guards that we have built up that says that I've got to acquire to this before God can do this. And God said one moment of true faith can change your whole life. When I listen, this something leaped inside of me because the enemy loves to tell us that our faith is not big enough for everything to change right now. The enemy loves to tell us our faith has not been big enough long enough for everything to change right now. But y'all know what we say around here. The devil is a liar. One moment of faith in God can change your whole life right now. How do you know that, Pastor? In John chapter 5, we read about a man who was lame for 38 years. For 38 years, he had to be carried around. For 38 years, he had to be provided for. For 38 years, somebody had to help him put his clothes on. For 38 years, he sat around with a cup in his hand begging for money just so he could go down and buy a Big Mac at the local McDonald's and have something to eat today. For 38 years, he sat by a pool called Bethesda, and Jesus walks up and says, man, don't you want to be made well? He says, I can't. He gives him all of excuses. He says, I was raised in a bad neighborhood. I didn't have a good home life. My mama left me when I was young. My wife has left me. My husband has left me. Oh, I didn't have any education. All this and that and this and that has happened. And I can't get in the pool when the waters is stirred to get healed. And Jesus said, man, I didn't ask you, was the waters healed? I didn't ask you if you were first, second, or 31st. 
I want to know, do you want to be made well? I want to know, do you, I feel the anointing now. I want to know, do you want to be healed? And he says, yes, Lord. He said, get up and take your mat and rise and walk. And one faith, one moment of faith in what Jesus said. And a man who had begged for 38 years got up on his feet and began to walk and began to provide and began to be what he never thought he could be. If God can do this and when a man for 38 years, one moment of faith can shift you from what you walked through in 2020 to what God has in 2021. Let your faith rise, my God. Let it rise right now. One moment, Pastor Antoine. This man, we have no, we have no factual evidence that this man knew who Jesus was. We have no factual evidence that he was raised in church. We have no factual evidence that he grew up having faith. All we know is that in one moment, in one moment, one moment of faith made him go from being a lame beggar to being a walking child of God. One moment of faith, church. Some of us are looking around saying, man, if I could just have this amount of faith for this long, God's going to do this. And God said, if you can just have it for one moment, I'll shift your whole life. I can change everything in one moment of faith. Oh, glory be to God. I don't know about you, but that took, that relieved me of some stress. That relieved me of some stuff right there. I realized God ain't, God ain't trying to build up my, 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 uh, or check my list on how much faith I've been able to have. He's saying, if you can just have faith in what I'm saying right now, if you can just have faith in what I'm doing right now, I will begin to bring you from where you are to where you need to be and where I have called you to. Who is it in this house? that believes that God is able to work a miracle right now. You believe that God is able to take one moment of faith and shift something in your life. 38 years, 38 years in one moment changed everything. One moment. Well, pastor, I don't know if I believe that. Well, let's talk about this. Kind of, it, it kind of happened when you got born again. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I wasn't sitting at home a year prior to my salvation saying, man, I got to build my faith up. Man, if I can just get my faith to this level, I can be saved. I wasn't even looking for God. He came looking for me. I wasn't even studying God, but God had his eye on me. I wasn't even thinking about God, but God was thinking about me. And when the word hit me, faith leaped inside of me. And one moment of faith changed my whole life. Can I get a witness in this house? One moment of faith. That's all it took. So what are you waiting on? One moment of faith. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Pastor, why are you telling us this? Have faith to leave 2020 behind. Mm -mm. 
you didn't get it. I don't care how many times, it doesn't matter how many times the calendar flips. If you don't have faith, you're going to stay exactly where you are or where you were in just a new calendar year. Flip it as much as you want. Bring it all the way up to 2028. You're going to be late on some junk and early on some other stuff, but bring it whatever you want. But if faith doesn't hit your heart today, if faith doesn't rise up in you today, you're going to have a new year on a calendar and the same old junk. Glory be to God. Have faith to leave 2020 with 2020. In other words, the times you gave in to fear, leave it there. The times you gave in to temptation and sin, leave it there. Oh, they used to sing an old school song, leave it there. Leave it there. Amen. Leave it there. The times, church that you are influenced by the wickedness going on in our world today. And instead of changing it, you begin to conform to it. Leave it there by faith. It's what it, this is what it takes to step into God's new. It isn't thinking enough good thoughts, but that's good. It isn't speaking enough positive words. That's good. It isn't having a certain amount of emotions. That's good. You need to have a good confession. Good thoughts are better than bad thoughts. But that ain't going to shift it for you. Why, pastor? Because things have changed. Now it takes faith. It always has take, taken faith. But now it really takes faith. The just shall live by. It's going to take more than your good vibes, whatever that means. I still ain't figured out good vibes. Some folk got shirts say good vibes, and I'm like, I don't want to be around you. I don't know what's going on over there. Send me good vibes. What is that? Get saved. My God, get saved and full of the Holy Ghost. Listen, in order to walk in God's new for your life, you, you have to turn your complete intention and focus to walking in faith. When the disciples uh, were, listen, the disciples were shocked. Jesus, they, Jesus was walking by. He had become hangry and because he, 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 he wanted something to eat. And this fig tree, I, I say that kind of jokingly, if you really dig into it, what he was about to do at the temple he had done to the fig tree, it was all symbolic. Y'all read that study up on it later. He goes in, flips the tables over, and turns around because he goes to a house of God, and it had a bunch of leaves but no fruit in it, and what he had done to the fig tree was symbolic of what he'd done to the house of God. You'll find that. Y'all study that out. But anyway, but he, he comes and he's hangry. This, this fig tree has a bunch of leaves, but it has no figs on it. has nothing to eat on it. It's got a good show, but it doesn't, it, it, there's nothing to make it go. And, and so Jesus says, let nobody ever eat of you again. He curses the fig tree. And he goes in, turns, turns the tables over in the temple, uh, makes a whip, hits a few people. He, you know, he, he, he gets rowdy in that thing. He says, has my father not made this a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of things? Thieves kicks them all out, and when they're going out the next day, he they come by the same fig tree, and the disciples are shocked. 
It's kind of like what church people are when somebody stands up and prophesies and it actually happens. They're shocked. Now watch what he says. Jesus told them, he said, they said, Lord, this fig tree's died and it's dried up. He said, yeah. He said, have faith in God. Have faith in God. If faith in God can cause a fig tree to drop in 24 hours. If faith in God can cause a fig tree to, die, to dry up and die from its root in 24 hours, then what can your faith in God do in 24 hours? See, I, I'm having to massage this for a minute because some of you got beat up. I don't know if you had like, if, if, if you had like WWF or WWE going on in the Christmas holidays, you know, and, and things were kind of crazy and folk were breaking stuff and fighting and you didn't get what you wanted, but you gave somebody else what they wanted and now you're, you're frowning, you know, and you're sad. But I'm here to tell you today that have faith in God. If faith in God can drop a fig tree in 24 hours, it can shift your life in 24 hours. If faith can drop a fig tree in 24 hours, it can bring your lost daughter home in 24 hours. If faith can drop a fig tree in 24 hours, it can shift your finances in 24 hours. Hallelujah. Now, I'm still in my introduction. If you look at everything, stay with me now. If you look at everything that came against you and everything that came against this nation this year, you will see that it was designed to get people to walk away from faith. Selah. It was designed to get you to step away from having faith in God. Name, if you name one example, I promise you its origin was to get the church to step away from true faith. Oh, let me just bring it in a little clearer. It was designed to make you feel hopeless and helpless. Let me get it a little clearer for you. It was designed to make you feel like even God can't help us right now. It was designed to isolate you from others who could help build your faith and strengthen you in the faith. This was not an attack on your present. It was an attack on your future. It was an attack because, listen, the enemy and the wickedness of this world sees God lining some stuff up. He, see, he can't tell the future. He doesn't know what's coming. He just sees things lining up. And he sees that God has a reservoir in heaven that he's about to release on the body of Christ. And he knows that the only way they can receive it is by faith. And so he begins to chip away at your faith. So that you wake up every morning and, and consult the news to find out what, how you need to live for God today. So that you wake up and consult other people and people who don't even know the Lord on what you need to believe that God is saying in your life. So that you wake up and find out, okay, this is what they say, so this is how I need to feel. Rise up, church, and get some faith in you right now and know that if God is saying it, he can do it. Yeah. 
was an attack on your present. It was an attack on your future. These attacks were to get your faith so depleted. Listen carefully to this. So that when God opened the door to the supernatural, when God brought your breakthrough, or when God released your miracle, you wouldn't have the faith to receive it. Because if you don't have faith, you will not receive anything from heaven. Faith is the currency of heaven. It is the means of exchange. Not tears, not emotions, not cries, not anything like that. There ain't nothing moving God but faith. These attacks were designed so that you would take everything the enemy threw at you. Watch this. From this year. Now here's where I'm bringing you to so I can start preaching. So that you would take everything the enemy, the every, it was designed so you'll take everything the enemy threw at, this, threw at you this year, put it on your back, and walk into to the next year with it. With the same mindset, with the same feelings, with the same thoughts, with the same actions, and with the same faith. Weighed down. But I believe if you can stir up enough faith. And I'm not just saying this, you know, you know how some preachers get up and just say a bunch of sayings to try to brow people up. Now, if you think I'm doing that, just, hey, just look at your phone the rest of the time. You've already lost it. I'm for real. Go, go golfing or something. Do, 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 go hunting. Do something else. If you think I'm just trying to rile you up. You've already lost the prophetic uh, edge of what's being released in your life right now. Go tell somebody on Facebook all your opinions. <laughs> Let me get back right quick. Hold on. But if you can stir up enough faith to let go of the old, I'm telling you, God's new weights on you. God's new weights on you. What are you talking about, God's new? And this is what I felt the Lord just tell me. In verse, in verse 19, in chapter 43, he says, I'm going to make a road in the wilderness. So if you're writing some down, just put number one, by faith, 2021 will be a year of supernatural paths. Oh, I love supernatural paths, Justin. You want to know why I love a supernatural path? Because I walk down a supernatural path. I'm telling you, God made a supernatural path for me to step into my calling. It, it, was not, it was not conventional. And if he would have asked all the who's who's and the who's nots and everybody else, they would have said, no, that ain't the man. But God made a supernatural path for me. And this is a year God's going to make a supernatural path for some of you. He is opening up some stuff. He's opening some doors up. He's opening up some paths. And the Bible says he'll make a road in a wilderness. He is making a path for some people right now, some people that have been fasting, some people that have been praying, some people that walked away from some junk, walked away from some friends, walked away from some people that you thought were with you, but they really wasn't with you. They just wanted what you had. They walked away from some people that you thought was had your back, but they didn't have your back. They were trying to stab you in the back. And God has opened a door. He has opened a supernatural path, and it is a path in the midst of the wilderness. My God. It's, you watch what I see. It is a year of supernatural paths. 
Glory be to God. I don't know, maybe you're a business owner and you've been trying to get to the next level and I'm telling you, it don't look like it needs to happen. It don't look like it can happen. But when God steps in the wilderness, he begins to open up a path. He grabs his angelic machete and begins to cut some limbs out of the way. And he grabs something else and begins to make a path for you to walk through on some dry ground. Hallelujah. They don't build roads in wildernesses. You go around wildernesses. But God said, watch this. I'll make a path in a wilderness. I'll make a road in a wilderness. Oh, glory. I love this because it lets me know, as Pastor Jason said one time, heaven keeps good records. Heaven keeps records of the times where I cried out. Heaven keeps records of the times where I prayed. Heaven keeps records of the times where I forgave people when they didn't forgive me. Heaven keeps records of the times where I blessed people even though they might not bless me. Heaven keeps records of the times when God said give everything and don't ask no questions. Heaven keeps records of the time where I prayed for people that were stabbing me in the back in the middle of it. Heaven keeps good records and he is a rewarder to those who diligently seek him. You thought I done lost it but I'm telling you he is a rewarder. Heaven keeps good records. Hallelujah. He says I'm going to make a supernatural path for some people. But this, listen, also what he's telling the church right now in this day and time is if you'll stand up in faith and believe God is going to make a way. We like to say it like this now. He'll make a way where there is no way. Oh, glory be to God. Places and opportunities that were cut off to you where you could not travel through, God is making a road for you right now. That's where you ought to turn around and give God five seconds of praise and say, that's mine in Jesus' name. The wilderness also speaks about a place where people don't make it out of. Oh, let me talk to some of you. 2021 was a time where I'm actually shocked to see some of you here. I'm shocked to see you not here in the church. I'm shocked to see you still alive. I'm shocked to still see you have your senses in your head. (laughs) I'm shocked to see that you still have some stuff together and you can walk up in here and give God praise and give God glory and give God all that he deserves right now because you saw a bunch of people that didn't make it to this time right now. But for some reason, God looked down and seen favor on your life and he said, I'm going to keep you in the midst of what ought to take you out. I'm talking about the wilderness place it represents places and seasons where you feel alone or helpless a wilderness can be a time in your life where everything in you and around you is being tested to its limits it's a place that you're not supposed to make it out of and you show can I say show SHO you show ain't supposed to prosper in it but church (laughs) I hear the sound of dump trucks. 
I hear the sound of a road crew coming. I see angels with signs hanging up right now, and they're saying, caution, road work ahead. I see right now heaven splitting, and God saying they're not supposed to make it out of it, but they stayed faithful in it, and because they stayed faithful in it, I am making a road in a place that they should have died in. They should have got depressed in. They should have lost their mind in it, but I am making a road. I hear God saying, go down and make a road in the midst of their wilderness. Hallelujah. Oh, I see heavenly men with reflective vest on. Hallelujah. My God, and he's in there saying, we're going to make a road right through here. God, are you sure? Right through here? Yes, right through here. And where they should have died, they're not going to die. But they're going to live and declare the works of the Lord. And they're going to come out on the other side of it. Because this is a year of supernatural paths that God is opening for the church. Hallelujah. It's a year of supernatural paths. Glory be to God. But number two, it's a year of supernatural provision. You watch this. He says, he says not only am I going to make some paths in the wilderness, he said, but I'm going to make some rivers in the desert. <laughs> I'm going to make some rivers in the desert. Man, you don't make rivers in a desert. That's the whole reason it's called a desert. There ain't no water in it. There ain't no life in it. Have you ever felt dry? Maybe 2020 was a year where all you could see was dust flying. And the stuff that you thought was sort of grown, it just wielded up and died. But I'm telling you, 2021 is a year of supernatural provision that God's going to take the places where stuff should have died. And he's going to send a river right down the middle of it. And the stuff that's supposed to live is going to feed off the fountain of living waters. Hallelujah. I'm talking about a river. Now, you got it. Boy, you need to understand the cross reference to this scripture here is when the children of Israel were in the wilderness. They were in the desert and they didn't have any water and they cried out to God. And God told Moses, Go up and speak to the rock and water's going to rush out. Now, we know Moses got mad and he went up and hit the rock and he messed up. But God told him, Go speak to the rock and a river is going to come out. I want you to know that the waters that came out of that rock, it wasn't just a fountain, it wasn't just a water fountain, it wasn't just a sprinkle, but it was a raging river. How do you know that? It had to be enough water to water over two million people and all of their livestock. Pastor, what are you trying to say? I'm trying to say God's provision ain't trying to crumb you off. God's provision ain't going to, this year ain't going to sit here and say, I just think you need to barely make it. But there's going to be an overflowing of supernatural provision that's about to hit the church. There is a wealth transfer that is coming to the kingdom of God because you have sown in tears. You are going to reap in joy. 
And I'm telling you, the blessing of the Lord, it's not going to walk beside you. It is going to overtake you in the land of the living. You thought God blessed you this year. You just wait. This is still the season of the double portion. And God is releasing heaven on the house of the living God. You better get ready. We are not going to eat of man. We are not going to eat of the world. But we are eating of God's provision. Man, when you begin to tap into God's provision, he ain't just worried about whether you're going to make your light bill or not. <laughs> when you begin to step into God's provision, he ain't worried about whether you're going to have enough money to turn around and buy some new tires or not. God said, man, listen, I want you to be so overflowing that you go pay somebody else's light bill. I want you to be so overflowing that you go buy somebody else some tires. I want you to be so overflowing that the blessing cannot stop on your life. Man, when you tap into, see, some of you just, you've been tapping into man. But when you tap into God's reservoir, there is no lack. There is no running out. There is no diminishing. You can take as much and it still keeps flowing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, speak to that rock. I'm going to make a river come out of it. A river come out of it. This is a year of supernatural provision. And just as miraculous, listen to me, mark my words on this, just as miraculous as water or a river flowing out of, the rock, out of a rock in the middle of a desert, some of you are going to experience the blessings of the Lord just that miraculous this year. Now that's where some of you ought to should have grabbed that. Can I take 30 seconds and tell you how to receive a prophetic word for a moment? You see, you don't, you don't receive a prophetic word by being in the vicinity of a prophetic word. You receive a prophetic word because when it is released, you reach up and say, God, I don't know if it was just for sister so-and-so. I don't know if it was for brother so-and-so. I don't even know if it was for that preacher, but bless God, it was for me. I made it to the house of God this morning, and I claim it right now, and I'm not letting it hit the back wall. I'm letting it hit my pocket, and I'm going to walk out with a prophetic prophetic word and I'm going to walk out full of the spirit and I'm going to walk out with a word that will take me not only into 2021 but it will take me through 2021 and every time the devil tries to attack it I'm going to remind him of a prophetic word from heaven that defeats everything he tries to bring against me. Glory! Hallelujah! Supernatural provision, supernatural provision, supernatural provision, tapping into the reservoirs of heaven right now. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Tapping into the reservoirs of heaven, blessings that you don't even know exist. I love walking in that level right there. I like walking in the level with God that I don't even say it sometimes. I think it and he gives it to me. I'm telling you, I went by a place one day. I was thinking. I didn't even say it. I was thinking. I said, Lord, I'd like to hunt that spot. And about two weeks later, it opened up for me. I said, look at you go, God. Look at you go. God knew. God, God had my thoughts down. 
<laughs> See, now listen, some of y'all single folks, stay with me now. I don't want you covered in nobody's stuff now. <sighs> but if you see another single person and they ain't got nobody, you know, you don't, sometimes you ain't got to say it. You can just think it. <laughs> Lord, we got it now. <laughs> Somebody give him praise if you know he's that good of a God. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm telling, let me just, massage. I feel like, I feel like I'm kicking the devil in the mouth somewhere right now because I'm, de I'm declaring the goodness of God right here. I can remember going by a place before I was a, before I was the pastor here and we were still working in the business every day. And I remember going by a place and I said, man, I was just thinking, man, that would be a good job to get. And a month later they called. Can y'all come out here and give us a measure, give us a measure of this house and see if you want to do it. Just the goodness of God. I'm not saying don't ask. Now, I'm not saying don't verbalize. I'm just saying God is that good. There, are, there is a level that you can step in in God to where God is walking with you and he knows your thoughts. He knows your desires. He knows your needs. He even knows your wants. And he's such a good God that when he knows it ain't going to hurt you, he'll bring it to you. He, because the Bible says this, that every good and perfect gift comes from above, from the fathers of light, to who there is no shadow of turning. See, I lost half the church because you're still in your religious thinking. I can tell I need to do a message on giving. Some of y'all don't know how good God is. You ain't touched this level yet. Not, I ain't trying to brag on me. I'm trying to say you have not touched the level where God just continues to overflow. And you sit in your floor one day weeping on your knees saying, God, I can't believe you keep giving so much. I'll knock that devil in the mouth, sure enough. Supernatural provision this year is going to be overflowing. Before I go to point number three, lift your hand and say, in Jesus' name, in Jesus name. that is mine. That is mine. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Oh, I just feel the Lord on me right now. I wish I could brag on God without getting so many haters. I just don't need no more haters right now, man. So I'll extend that on a couple weeks on down the road, but listen to this, number three. In verse 20, he says, uh, now, now this sounds like he's, he's not in context when he shifts to this, and I'm about done. Y'all stay with me. The beast of the field will honor me. It seems like he's done shifted context here, but he hasn't. Stay with me. Number three, you can write this down. By faith, this will be the year of supernatural power and supernatural praise. The Lord says something, it seems strange if you take it at face value. But, but this has a practical meaning, but it also has a spiritual meaning. When the Lord talks about the beast of the field, um, he is talking about wild beast, untamed beast. 
uh, beasts that really don't belong to anybody. He says, these beasts are going to give me honor. These beasts are going to give me praise. These wild beasts that he's speaking of here represent people who don't know him. It has a practical meaning and it has a spiritual meaning. Yes, the beast of the field will give God praise, but he's also talking about people who don't know him. I feel like the Lord is saying this year that I'm going to pour out so much on my church. I'm going to pour out so much on my people that the people who don't know me are going to see it and are going to look at my goodness and my goodness is going to bring them to repentance. <laughs> Hallelujah! They're going to see how I supernaturally provide for you and it's going to bring them to repentance. They're going to see how I made a way where there was no way and it's going to bring them to repentance. They're going to see that I brought a road in the middle of a wilderness and it's going to bring them to repentance. They're going to see how I protected you in the midst of all this and it's going to bring them to repentance. There will be people, listen to me, there will be people that started 2021 off not knowing me and rebelling against me and they're going to end this year living for me and obeying me. Many of you have lost family members and people you're praying for. They're going to start 2021 off not knowing me. They're going to start it off rebelling against me. They're going to start it off with their back to me. But then they will end this year if Jesus tarries knowing me, obeying me, loving me, honoring me, and giving me the praise I'm deserved of. God said, I'm going to be so good to my people that they're going to look around and say, I don't know who your God is, but whoever he is, I want to serve him. I want to know him. I want to love him. I want to praise him. I want to worship him because if he can do that for you, he can do it for me. My God. You look at the people you think are impossible. Impossible to be born again. I was one of them. You look at the people that they said there ain't no hope for them. Imagine them in your mind right now, the people that you care about, the people that you love, and the people that you're praying for. Put them in your mind right now and imagine them at this altar worshiping God. You think it's impossible? You were impossible. But with God, nothing is impossible. He said, after I get done making a road, y'all don't mind the road crew. Living, in, living around Atlanta, you know what that means. Mm -hmm. You might just need to tell some people in your life right now, listen, just bear with me. Don't mind the road crew. God's making a road in the wilderness right now. 
the place my marriage should have ended, they had done already counted it out, but God came with a road crew. I see them in the reflective vest. There, there's, a, there's a heavenly surveyor down there with his equipment saying it's going to go straight through here. Come on, dump trucks. Come on, bulldozers. Come on, right through here. I'm making a road for them. God said, they're going to see me provide for you. They're going to see me provide for you in such a way. Not that you're just barely making it. The world barely makes it. But I'm talking about they're going to, I'm going to provide for you in every area of your life. Not just your money. A man can give you money. <laughs> man can give you money. God said, I, I, money's, money's the least of my blessing. I'm going to provide for you in every area of your life. And when they look at your life, they're going to say, who is your God? And when they do that, he said, then I'm going to bring some impossible cir circumstances. I'm going to bring some impossible people. Can't you imagine it? Uh, Brother Antoine, come on, Molly. Can't you imagine it? Now, Pastor Antoine, I don't know who you believe in God for, but I believe you believe in God for somebody. You know, and sometimes you got to see it to be able to, to really get it right. So I, I'm not going to ask you who it is. That's between you and God. But Vern, I want you to stand right there and lift your hands because that represents who you're, you're believing God for right now, son. See, this is where I'm trying to get some of you to right here. This is where I'm trying to get some of you to right here. See, that, that's, who, that's who it is, Vern. This, this is who it is. See, and Vern, you're believing for somebody. And Chance, I want you to stand right here and lift your hands because, Vern, who you're believing for, this is who it represents right here. See, I'm trying to get you somewhere of supernatural praise. I'm trying to get you somewhere where there's a supernatural power of God that can and come on somebody so so powerfully that they don't even know why they find themselves at an altar. Oh. Oh. <laughs> brother Doug, brother Doug, you come down here and you lift your hands because somebody somebody's believing for for their dad. See, and brother Doug, you represent somebody's dad that's gonna get saved and gonna get filled with the Holy Ghost. You see, and they don't even know it, but they they they're starting 2020 21. They don't even know that they're gonna get saved by the end of the year. They don't even know it. But it's going to happen. Of supernatural power and supernatural praise. Oh, I never thought I would be lifting my hands at an altar. Amen. I never thought I was going to lift my hands at an altar, but here I am. Here I am. Oh, glory be to God. Glory be to God. Tangy, you come down here because you're going to be representing somebody's sister that's going to get born again. We're going to see it. I don't have to have everybody believe it. I just got to have two or three people that'll believe it with me. That's all I got to have. Supernatural power and supernatural praise. See, that's why, that's why the Lord had me for two weeks. Fairy, you come out here because you're going to represent somebody's wife, see? 
they, they, they don't, they think their wife ain't going to get saved, you know? They don't know God's, got, God's about to bring some circumstances in their lives that by March, they're going to sit there and say, Lord, I got to have you by March. I feel the anointing. I feel the prophetic edge of God on my life. That's why I, I, y'all don't get embarrassed because I'm telling you, ain't nobody really even looking at you. They're thinking about their loved ones. They're saying, God, you got to save my mama, my daddy, my brother, my sister. You got to save my wife, my husband. But, but that's the reason the Lord had me, led me to preach for two weeks on imperfect people in the hands of a perfect God. You want to know why? Because you had to be prepared. Because you're about to see some imperfect people. Now, in case you don't know, we all are one, but I'm just saying you're about to see some imperfect people come in. And you ain't even going to be able to explain why they came. But it was the prophetic word of the Lord that God said, I am going to move. And when I do it, who can reverse it? Stand up all over this place right now. Who can reverse it? Now, if y'all were believing for somebody, y'all can stay at the altar. If you need to go back, you can. I just wanted you as an illustration. I had to get some people to see their loved one because some of y'all, you might look up here. We might be different colors. We might have different hair colors, whatever, but they saw their loved one up here. You saw them. You saw them. That's who you saw. Of God working. God says, I work and who can reverse it? I work and who can reverse it? And I can't think of any better way. I can't think of any better way to end this service today. And people, first of all, if you're away from God, you need to get right, man. Don't don't leave and, and not get right with God. Man, how good my God is you, you I promise you you don't want just to serve him you want to live for him what he can do and what he's already done I promise you you don't want to walk away from him I know the devil's sitting there telling you stuff if I was the devil this is what I would tell you listen Wait until 2021. Make it part of your new, your new Year's resolution. If I was the devil, I'd tell them, listen, God can do that for all them folk down there because they're good people, but, I, but you're a bad person. He can't do it for you. If I was the devil, I'd tell you, you know what? You still have plenty of time. If I was the devil, I'd tell you, you ain't got to go to that altar. <laughs> You ain't got to go to that altar. Why would you ever do that and embarrass yourself? But if I was God, I'd be sitting there pulling on you so hard that you're standing on your tippy toes right now. If I was God, I'd be convicting you so hard your bones are rattling and you're getting sick at your stomach. If I was God right now, I'd be bringing everything that you thought was, was righteous in your life and I'd show you how filthy it really is but so that you would pick up my righteousness. 
serve the Lord, follow Him, live for Him, surrender to Him, and let Him do His work in your life today. Bow your heads all across this room. Pastor, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go long on this right here because I'm about to invite people down to pray for lost loved ones. That's what the, I feel the anointing on it right now. And I'm about to invite people down that, that would say, God, by 2021, I want to see my loved one at that altar living for you. And God, I'm willing to believe it. But right now, if you say, Pastor, I need to get right with God. I'm away from him or I've never lived for him right now. When I count to three, you lift your hand. One, two, three. Lift your hand right now. One, two, three. I see you, sir. One, two, three. Lift your hand right now. I see you back there, sir. Anybody else right now? Pastor, I just need to get some things right with God. I can't leave here away from the Lord. Amen. Now, those of you that said, you know what, Pastor, when you release that, man, I grabbed that thing by faith. I said, that is mine. And something I felt, I just felt like the Lord is going to give me that by the end of 2021. And you want to come down and call your loved one's name out before this altar. I want you to come right now. We're going to spend a few minutes and then we're going to have some water baptisms. But I want you to come right now. And I want there's going to be many coming, so please press in to the altar. And I want you to call your loved one's name out. There's something that happens, see, when you call a name out under the anointing like this. Especially when you done when you done saw him. <laughs> Abraham, look. Lift up your eyes and whatever you see, I'm going to give it to you. Especially when you done saw them down here praising. And you done saw them down here worshiping. And your faith has come to a level to call their name out right now. I'm telling you, <laughs> God is going to work. And who can reverse it? Nobody. Nobody. So I want you to take the next 60 seconds. And listen, if you if you want to touch and agree with somebody, they might not even be agreeing right now. They might be praying for that. But you just, I, I just, if you need to touch and agree with somebody, you just put your hand on your neighbor's shoulder. You don't have to. I'm just saying, if you feel like God would have you to touch and agree, you just do that. But I just want you to call their name out right now. Lord, in the last Sunday of 2020, Lord, you've released a prophetic word, and we're believing right now by faith. We're believing by faith, God. And whoever that is right now, I want you just to release it to him and say, Lord, I'm believing that by the end of this year, they're going to be born again. If you want to use me, use me. But if I got to get out of the way, I'll get out of the way. But whatever you want to do, God, by the end of this year, I want to see my lost loved one saved. I want to see my lost son saved. I want to see my lost daughter saved. I want to see my lost uh, father, my lost mother, my lost grandparent, my grandchild. I want to see them saved. Saved. I want to see them born again. I want to see them filled with the Holy Ghost. I want to see them made free. I don't want the chains of addiction no more on them. I don't want the chains of sin to hold them down anymore. I don't want them to be bound by the shackles of hell any longer. But God, I pray, let them, let them be released and let them be released into favor. Let them be released into freedom. We touch and agree in the name of Jesus and we 
call our lost family member home. Now you just lift their name up under this anointing right now and you take the next minute and you pray for them right now and you release the Lord to begin to move and to begin to set them free and bring them to salvation.
wilderness right now. And I sense right now, I sense rivers coming out of rocks and the power of God falling on people and then beginning supernatural praise to the Lord. Ah. by today's message. For more content and to get to know us better, download our app at AbundantLifeChurch.com.